Welcome back to another episode. Welcome back. I can't believe we only recorded last week. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Hi, and thank you for tuning in to A Pair of Carrots podcast, giving an unsparing critique of One Direction. I'm Kay. And I'm Em. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing our favorite One Direction interview moments. One of the best off-screen moments and some of the best inside jokes of the One Direction of One Direction come from these interview moments that these that these boys have obviously always refused to take very seriously. But before we go too deep into this, we need to thank today's sponsor. This week's podcast is literally brought to you by the over 78 million Americans who did the thing and avoided a fascist state, allowing me and M to be only somewhat rather than very concerned, rather concerned rather than very concerned about the state of the world. Just kidding. The world's on fire. Please recycle and vote out mass production and consumerism in 2021. Yay! So to start, I figured we should just mention or just start where where we think One Direction interviews are so special. Like what There's plenty of people who do interviews all the time, especially celebrities. That's like a thing that you do. Press is like a way you get, you know, fans and you get this out there. But why were One Direction interviews so special? Sure. Wow, what a wonderful list. I think off the bat, I will go with a very ridiculous um, reason. They never asked for a second couch. The ways in which those five grown people would squeeze onto a couch together like it, and I think I've watched other group interviews. I'm just so confused by how other groups just like sit in different chairs. But one direction, are like, no, we're just gonna share a chair. And I think that was one of the funniest parts of every interview. Was like, how are they going to squeeze each other? And I think you also learned a lot. This is so insane. You also learned a great deal about all their personalities, depending on who was the first and the last to sit on the couch, right? So if it was Louis, like, sometimes, sometimes you'd have Louis, who was the first person to sit on the couch, and Liam, who was the last which means Liam was literally like falling off the couch. But if Louis was the last person added to the couch, Louis would be like literally have some manners, make them space. It was just everything. And like Harry would always just take the least amount of space. Niall would just like try and like hold all of them together. Zane would just do whatever. It just, uh, whatever. Um, so that was one of my reasons. <laughs> I had never thought that deep about the way they sat, but I'm like thinking now of that Niall interview where like he's like lounging on the edge of the couch because it was always a couch too for some reason like we couldn't give these five men chairs it was like have a couch so you could squeeze um and like I think it, I think it was I forget who pushes him off of the couch and he like falls off and like and like the interviewer is like what in the world just happened and he's like I told them to do that and they're like I think what? it was Liam who pushed him yes looked really bashful after but I think now was annoying <laughs> But like you're so right I never thought too deeply about like how and where they all sat but that's such a real true thing I think for me too it seemed I mean I'm sure that they had media training I'm sure someone somewhere along the line um would have sat them down and been like this is how you behave in interviews with the press but they did not seem to like retain a whole lot of that um so like they just didn't seem to ever I mean, they answered the questions, you learn stuff about them. But I also just feel like interviewing One Direction, especially when there were like all five of them, just seemed like chaos, complete chaos. 
Especially because they had that one game, like that like rewind reverse oh, we slow did. down game. Yeah. Where for listeners who were unaware, it was always Louie, always Louie, where someone would say something and Louie would say rewind, so the person would have to say it again, or slow down, the person would have to say it again slowly, or fast forward and say it again quickly. It was in it was just <laughs> I think by their second year they were just like fully over it that they're like, we're gonna make this fun for ourselves. Right. I think especially because it seems like I don't really know what their schedule is like, but I'm sure they're doing it like interviews, like as part of their work schedule constantly. And you get asked the same things. And, you know, most people are just like, all right, I'm doing this thing. But like, they were never completely rude about, well, okay, sometimes they were, but like, they were often not like completely rude about it. But like, they just found ways to like entertain themselves. Um, No, because like they kind of came off as like five year olds in their rudeness not so much like 22 20 year olds being rude it was like this is just like a ridiculous child not a grown man right right like let's just see how much chaos we can cause and also like we're having fun with each other or like sometimes even when they were like annoyed with each other and that would come out with interviews you know like it was like just getting a taste of like life together and then all of a sudden there's a person who's like brought there and been like I'm doing this task to try to get information from you as like these five-year-olds are in like playtime. Would you like to go first with your first favorite interview moment? Sure, I will. Um, and I will say that like I, I think I, I, I like followed your list because there's so many moments that I just. It, you're right. Like I could watch any One Direction interviews, so I try not to repeat for this one. I know oftentimes we do agree, and there are things on your list that I'm like, yes, this is great. But, like, just in terms of, like, ranking, this is just me trying to provide some variety. Um, so my first interview that I picked, it's Milan. I think it's in 2013. Um, they're all sitting on floor cushions um, for once, like, separate, separated. So they're, like, on the floor on these floor cu- cushions. And there's they all have five separate flo- floor cushions. So it's not a couch interview where they're all crammed together. Um, but it's, like, they're in a hotel room, I think. And they're, like it's edited so I don't think you get like the full like you know probably like hours of chaos um but they like stayed in their little area and it's just a really I think it was a combination of a really sweet interview where like they did a thing where they made them all describe each other and at this point they did it a lot I think in one direction um but this was like a couple years in and they had just done this is us their vid their um movie and so they I feel like they you know they knew each other very well at that point and for them to like say nice things about each other in that moment um you know it was oh I felt like it was just like a different level of depth and sweetness than like from the beginning um and also like you have the normal amounts of chaos like I think I think Harry gets up in the middle of the interview and there's like fans outside and someone is like dead ass in the middle of the sentence and he like goes out and like opens the curtain and fans just start screaming and it's like they're in the middle of an interview you know so I feel like it was this really nice crazy and also sweet combo that's my first one. Anyway, do you want to talk about your first one on your list? Sure. Um, so my first one was probably what I realized. I was like, oh, my God, they're so amazing. Was Niall's interview with Chrissy and Jane in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, he's wearing a turquoise blue polo shirt. Um, and it's just the funniest interview. I was like in tears the first time I like um, watched it. Um, and the premise of it is Chrissy and Jane are like two middle-aged women who run like, I guess this like pop radio show in Australia. 
And so they decide to just like let Niall into just what it is like to be a 40 year old, like a 40 plus year old woman. It's like Niall is just like, it takes a while for Niall to feel like to figure out like what's happening. Then like once he realizes what's happening, it's like all on board. It's like the, one of the funniest things is like, they're like, now we're going to enter a cone of friendship. The cone is now dropping on us for those who are, who can't see. And now like looks up, he's like, he's like, wait, what's happening? And it's just so funny. And then he like finally realizes what, what's occurring. Um, I think the highlight of the interview is when um, Chrissy makes Niall read from a 13 year old's diary. Um, and then Niall like quickly realizes that Chrissy absolutely wrote that herself. And it's just so funny. Um, and I just, uh, I love it so much, but also how like Niall, how you could also watch Chrissy and Jane falling in love with Niall too. So I think they just thought they were just gonna be like interviewing any old like pop star. And then they realized, oh my God, this kid is actually like really amazing and wonderful. Um, so I just really, really, really loved it. Oh, and Niall, Niall's solo interview too. I feel like Niall didn't. I know. It's also, I think one of the, when One Direction went back to Australia to meet with Chrissy and Jane, um, I remember Louie and them saying, oh, I love this interview. It's really funny. Oh. So they, they watched it too. So One Direction also loves this interview, so. True. Well, <laughs> good choice. Good choice then. Um, so my second on my list was um, honestly, all of the This Is Us press tour was just good entertainment, I think, start to finish. But one of my favorites is the Nary, the Nile and Harry um, press conference in the U.S. in New York. Um, they So basically for this one, for This Is Us, for a lot of their press interviews, Harry and Nile were separate. And then Louie, Liam and Zane were all together. Um, and I think the fun thing about Harry and Nile interviews is there's only two of them. But they also just have, like, I think we'll talk about this in the Nary episode, too. I think they just have, like, such, like, great chemistry talking to each other. Like, they don't really talk over each other. They just kind of let each other speak, but they also make fun of each other. Um, and it's just, like, it's just, like, a complete mess of a press conference. Like, they both seem to be, like, in real funny moods. Um, and Harry, for like, I think Harry is, like, free to, like, make his, like, funny little comments without, like, Louie or Liam or someone else being, like, shut up, Harry, who the heck are you? Um, so he makes a comment about, like, he, he makes his, like, famous comment where someone, like, asks about his pet peeves and he says spitting, which people, like, immediately take in a, like, sexual reference. And he's, like, oh, no, 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 no. And, like, then he spends the whole interview, like, trying to correct for what he you know like try to like make it seem normal um and yeah it's just a really like I feel like it's a good like however long it is it's just like the all the questions someone asks about like someone says all your things are positive and he's like except for my drugs test and like like why 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 um and of course Niall is just laughing the entire time and just like supporting it as well so um yeah the Neri Neri U.S. press conference one of my favorites. Really, really quite hilarious. Is that also the one where spitting? Yes. Okay. Yes. Wonderful. Love that so much for Harry Styles. I know, right? Such great um was on the internet forever. But anyway, your second. <laughs> my second is Scott Mills of yes of one D Day fame. Um, and his 24, his 2014 interview with One Direction, it's actually quite sad because I was like, um, I guess like you, like they were officially veterans, if you could say. And I think it was an interview he gave right before 
their um, the BBC Big Weekend. And the only reason I love this interview is because it was very obvious that Scott Mills's favorite person on Direction was Zane. Um, and uh, then throughout the interview, um, because they're all sharing two microphones, um, Scott just wants Zane to say something. And then like literally because it's obviously Zane, with like two minutes left of the interviews when Zane finally wants to start talking. But then Louis and Liam like can't get Zane the microphone in time. And so you just have Scott Mills yelling, Zane's speaking, Zane's speaking, <laughs> over and over again. And it's just really, really funny. And I just really enjoyed it. Do you even, what was Zane even talking about? Do you know? Because Zane like hardly ever wanted to talk during interviews. I like don't even remember. I think it was something, some really, really silly question. I can't really remember. I mean, it's just exciting. I feel like when Zane wanted to speak, especially in 2014, I feel like at that point, he was so over some of these interviews. So yeah, here for that. Here for that. Very sure. Um, So my... And your? My third one is an early One Direction interview um, where, I mean, One Direction did all these like promos for different things. And um, I really like the Nabisco interview that they did. Uh, They're like... Oh, Nabisco. They're all in like, it is another chair interview. They're not on a couch, but um, it like, they're, they're, tr- they're promoting like Oreos and things of that nature. Um, whatever Nabisco products is. Things um, of that nature. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't pants. Um, but they have, uh, they like, they get, it's all just kind of like funny banter in like one, a couple of those like, what, one of those when we talked about in the Larry episode things between Louie and Harry that were like what there's a couple of those moments where like <laughs> Louie and Harry are like having like Louie's like teasing Harry and like things that like I don't think anyone else in the band gets away with but um Harry's like you know they're asking they're talking about the favorite concerts and Harry's like my first concert was Nickelback and Louis's like oh you're so cool and he was like actually it was Cascada I just didn't want to say that you know and they're like sniffy with each other um and Louis he also I think in like you know Louis was so much of like the central factor in One Direction and it's funny because they're like having a debate over cookies and cream for Oreos and it's down to Harry and it's two to two and Louis is like say cookie say cookie oh I remember this nope cream I don't it doesn't win um and I think just watching them like snip at each other and then again the other thing that's very famous from this interview is um Harry I think is talking about like a scented candle that he used to bring on the road and Liam was like kind of making fun of him for bringing this candle and he's like stops he's like excuse me Liam I had the candle (laughs) but then it was abused so I couldn't have the candle and I feel like it was one of the earlier moments it's like up all night tour I think um at least in outfits because they're wearing like their blazers and everything um but it felt like one of the early moments for me where we got like a real taste of like them like sniffing with each other but like in the like the most cute brotherly way this is so hard to like pin down because i keep even remembering more and more right right um so i'm gonna cheat i'm gonna put my next <laughs> my next favorite moment were i think similarly to just louis being a little butt face um i think i'm going to say the because i don't think you put it the london's quite big interview <laughs> 
quite big. I also remember that there was another Nylon Harry. Wow, I really love how seriously we take this. There's another Nylon Harry bit, like interview where um, there's something about like leaving to go when you don't like they don't leave their houses during like school, like when school lets out. That's this. And I don't know why Mel was so mad at Harry in that in that interview. It was the funniest thing. He like, said they're talking about like if you can go out, and he's like. You just have to plan, you know, like, obviously you don't want to walk past a girl's school. Niall says, obviously you don't want to walk past a girl's school. So you just have to time out when you're public. And Harry's like, I thought you were going to say you have to time out your visits to girls' schools. And I was like, why would I say that? What What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, um, the London's quite big interview too. The other thing I think that like Niall and Louis both make fun of Harry for is he he because it starts like when he like they ask him to describe his perfect day and he's like you wake up get some food hang out some he's like he has like they're like what that's so boring what's wrong with uh, you <laughs> <laughs> poor Harry poor Harry oh okay um it's your turn um so I'm gonna go this is a short one but I I went with um this is post Zane leaving, which is always kind of sad because I think in a lot of interviews, in a short interlude, a lot of the interviews were like this awkward dancing around Zane's gone, you know, and like them like having when it was just the four of them post Zane, um, there was always this kind of awkward moment where they were like, let's talk about Zane, let's talk about Zane. Um, and I think it was really nice to see in their final, some of their final press conferences together when their album Made in the AM, AM came out and they were doing promotion for that. Um, they were doing a lot of like they knew they were going on hiatus and like you know it was all kind of like sad but <laughs> this interview and um, is this the one with him. Nick Grimshaw I don't it's not Nick Grimshaw this Nick okay. Grimshaw one was him with the like Harry was on vocal rest and Harry is okay um, Harry's like typing in his thing which is also and Liam good. said your mom's quite fit <laughs> yes because she asked him a question and Harry like has to like type his response on a phone because he is, of course, is always on vocal rest. Um, no, this one, I forget who's interviewing them, um, but they're doing, like, they're on a couch, the four of them on a couch, and the interviewer asks, like, they're doing all this reflective stuff, and the interviewer's like, what is your favorite time in the past? You know, like, clearly thinking of, like, their years of One Direction, all this stuff. Liam, without missing a beat, is like, dinosaurs, for sure, mate. <laughs> and Louis says, what is going on in this kid's brain? And, like, they're just like they like just crack up laughing because Liam was like, nah, who cares about this retrospective stuff? I want to see dinosaurs. And it felt to me like this moment as a fan where I'm like, oh, okay, they're okay. Everyone's okay. We can still make fun of Liam for like being ridiculous. They're not sipping at each other. They're just like, you know, it just felt like a really like grounding moment for me as a really scared One Direction fan. Past grounding moment for you. <laughs> I'm just glad you're okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about fun things. What's your fourth? Um, my uh, fourth is um, the Barbara Walters interview with One Direction. So one of the favorite things about One Direction that was really funny is that you had all these like really, really famous reporters and, and like journalists who when One Direction was just big enough, it'd be like, now it's Barbara Walters trying to interview One Direction. And because of that, Barbara Walters asked them the exact same questions over and over again. 
Um, so like there wasn't very much of it, but my favorite part of the entry was when um, Barbara's like asking them their superlatives and she's like, who's the cute one? And then, Na then Zane's like, Nile's the cute one. And it's just very sweet because they all agree. And I just always love them. They all love each other. I'm a very just, simple gal. Also, it's just really kind of funny to think about like, I don't know. I love the things like Barbara, like she's such a serious journalist and like she's interviewing One Direction, you know, like. <laughs> Like, oh, and I think what was and I think what was really funny is like being like really crazy big fans is that we really thought she would like really get down to it like figure out some conspiracy theories like I don't know why we thought that these interviews these journalists would like they'd really just pin down like the conspiracy of modest management it's like of course they would not like on the outside I'm like what were we thinking but like during that moment we were all like Barbara will let us know <laughs> she'll do it no she wouldn't last okay so your fifth one okay the last one on my list is just I think famous in the One Direction world um and it like it has two parts really but the, I'll go with the first interview with um <laughs> it's known as the leopard print dress interview because the interviewer is wearing the leopard print dress um and I'm sure this woman is like I, I do not want to give this woman too much hate because um, I think it's also just a really hard task. It felt like a weird combination of her and them. But I believe she's in, she's interviewing for a Mexican paper, I believe. I, I don't know if they're actually in Mexico or not. Um, but it is for their album Midnight Memories. And the first time she interviewed them, it's Liam in this order, like next to her. She is sitting here on one side. Liam is next to her. Then Harry is next to Liam. And on the end is Niall. And the whole interview is just a mess. Like, start to finish, <laughs> a total mess. Um, so Liam has just decided that he is, like, in a mood. And he's, like, not going to answer anything seriously. Um, Harry is like, what is happening? Why am I here? And Niall is just laughing hysterically the entire time. So, I mean, like, I don't even know, like, how you even highlight it. Because there's not a moment in there that's, like, dull. But, I mean, it, like, at one point, um, Harry just takes off Niall's shoes. Um, because, like, they're like, do you guys... I think he says something like, do you fight or something? And Liam's like, Niall, he's mean. And she's like, why is Niall mean? And she's like, look at his shoes. They're mean. <laughs> he, like, And, like, Harry just takes off one of Niall's shoes. And, like... And he's like, here, and like just gives her the shoe. And he's like, you can have it. And then for some reason, she smells it. And like, it's just, it's just. It was such a stressful interview. It's so stressful. It's like worth watching, I think, just for like the fun entertainment of stress. And also, Liam, the whole time, is being so mean to her. Like, she asks these questions, some of which are like, Obviously, they were there to talk about the album. She, like, didn't talk about their album. And they keep being like, our album is here. Do you see our album? Um, but she, like, she kept, like, being very insistent that she wanted answers to questions. Like, how you how would you hit on a girl? And none of them want to answer. So they're, like, making up ridiculous answers. And Harry's like, I can't be in a bar. I can't hit on women in bars. I'm underage in this country, you know? And, like... Liam is like Liam makes up the story about like oh she's wearing a leopard print dress and she's like oh how would you hit on me and she's like not me and he's like I'm not talking about you and then that's about celebrity crushes and he's like I don't like to judge people and then Harry now just lose it um but yeah it's Harry is so embarrassed <laughs> 
<laughs> but Niall is just like, I am here for this. Um, and then at one point too, Harry also asks if she has questions. Like she's like, can I borrow your questions? Do you have any more questions? She's like, I don't have questions. And he's like, oh, okay. I was trying to help. It's, um, it's just a mess, but also just so awkwardly hilarious. So that's my fifth. Truly. Um, and my fifth and ultimate favorite that I go back to in times of real trouble uh, is the 2012 Sugarscape. RIP Sugarscape, but also thank you forever Sugarscape. Um, Sugarscape had so many amazing interviews. Um, but the Mario Kart 2012 interview will forever be my favorite interview. Um, and so I know we spoke about Larry and we talked about um, how we were not proponents of Larry. What I think though that I miss most about 2012 is like, and 2011, is that Sugarscape really allowed a lot of fans to participate in Larry Salinson madness in a really, really funny way, i.e. with Louie and Harry being in on the joke. Um, Sorry if you're offended by that. <laughs> but basically, the point is, so if you are, uh, if you've not watched this interview, which is very, very strange, you should absolutely watch it. Um, in this interview, uh, there, I guess, One Direction were spokespeople for Mario Kart. Good for them. Get that sponsorship. Um, and at the end of the interview, they were asked, um, Louie and Harry specifically were asked about, they have a very special relationship, don't they? And so when they're playing Mario Kart, who's in the front and who's behind. And it's just like, what I love most about it, I don't even pay attention to what Louie and Harry say. I just like literally put it on mute and just watch all of their reactions, right? So you have Louis who instantly understands what's going on and you can just see like in his eyes how he goes from curiosity to just like, Urgh. and then Harry who just is like, I'm going to not, they're not gonna figure out anything. Like his face just is so stoic. Liam is like, Liam is still trying to figure out um, rhymes for, one Direction, I think. And then you just have Niall and Zayn looking at each other. And like Niall is waiting for Louis' cue for whether or not they're allowed to laugh. But like Zayn just goes fully into helmet mode. Um, and it's just so funny. And then it's made even funnier when upon answering, Louis asks Liam, Liam, what about you? Do you go in the front or behind? And then Liam says, Daisy Hills, which is just like another really, really funny innuendo. And then, um, Liam says, two minutes flat, what? And then he says, then Louis like, he's not an endurance man. So it's just such a funny interview. And I think that's when I was like, wow, Louis Tomlinson really, um, you know, it's like, <laughs> not to victim blame, but I'm like, Louis, if there was anyone who spurred on this madness <laughs> and allowed us all to take this joke too far, it was you. Um, <laughs> and that interview is exhibit A, but it brings me a lot of joy and I'll probably go back and watch it after we're done recording. I probably will too. That was a good one. I almost put that on there and then I saw you had it on there and I was like, oh, it's so good. It's just so good. Um, it's amazing. Do we, I know you mentioned a few things and I know we will have, maybe need to cut this for time. Are there, now that we've had this conversation, do you have any honorable mention moments that you just want to throw out? Ooh. Oh my goodness. I mean, the entirety, if I'm, if I can cheat and call the entirety of one D-Day an interview, an eight, long, an eight hour long interview. Yeah. I think also just watching, like you kind of mentioned it for me earlier, like watching Louis Tomlinson just cause like control the like, you know, like band move, you know, um, there was, I feel like I'm thinking of that interview. I think it's a radio interview and like, 
they're having a conversation and all of a sudden Louis like picks up the phone like in the radio station and he's like calling someone and they're like I call a worker here and he's like it says to not dial nine so I dialed nine like I don't like this like complete that this is someone else's studio this is someone else's like (laughs) workspace and he's like let's see what happens you know (laughs) And I think what was so interesting is I think they knew that like they were the biggest boy band on the planet and they're like, what can you do? And it wasn't even, I feel like what was different that they did, it didn't even feel like they were doing it out of malice or to be douche nozzles. They just were like, but like, what can, like, what will you do if I press nine? We're one direction. Right. So they just pressed nine. And it wasn't even like a diva moment. You know what I mean? It wasn't even like bring me my fruit chopped and you know what I mean like it's just literally like this is boring they're talking to those two over there let's see what happens if I do this who's gonna stop me you know like kind of like amazing no incredible but as you said it was not a diva moment but truly a one direction moment (laughs) speaking of moments let's talk about it Written by Ed Sheeran and C. Halbert and recorded for the album Up All Night, Moments is a classic boy band ballad, which is best heard on YouTube in the empty arena version. You will cry your eyes out. I love it so much. Yes. I think, I mean, it's such a good, I know we talked about this in the Up All Night episode, but it just makes me so happy that they, you know, got Ed Sheeran to write for them. Ed Sheeran gave them the song and then they also just like, smashed it like it just they sound so good it's so nice join us next week for act my age where we will be discussing one direction and fatherhood a massive thank you for listening all the love